Welcome to another special report from Catholic Family News. And I am delighted today to be joined by a guest who uh, is there for his first time joining us in a video interview, uh, Dr. Peter Kwasniewski, but he should be very familiar to, to many of you, particularly if you subscribe to the paper because he has uh, been contributing uh, to the newspaper for, for some time and uh, publishing some uh, really, really important articles, uh, most recently on his journey uh, to uh, the traditional understanding of Catholicism where he is today. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Brian. Um, but today we're going to talk about a, a project that you've been involved with, and you, you, I don't know when you find time to sleep. You're involved in so many projects and uh, public speaking and books. Uh, but this is a project for a resource for those who uh, respond to the call of Archbishop Vigano, uh, that we have a, a right and an obligation to find priests who will offer the Mass in the traditional form, what he calls the Catholic rite. Um, but for, for many of us who have found our way to the traditional rite over the, the, the years. Uh, it, it, it is often something we need some assistance with because it is we've, we've with the faith and liturgy dumbed down so much, um, we, we often, our, our, uh, our intellect tells us this is right, but there's a gap there. And we, we say, well, wait, we need, we need something to help us in this transition. And so uh, there's an important project that uh, has been uh, launched, which is called uh, Benedictus, which is a, a monthly subscription uh, service, and you can see here the March, uh, yes, the March issue of Benedictus um, for I think as little as five dollars a month that I saw. Is that is that right? That's right. Yes, that's incredible. For as you can see, 124 pages. I think this this issue has. So so maybe could you begin uh, by telling us what what is the goal of this project? What why was it launched? So so the, the 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 purpose of Benedictus, as the very name suggests, is to be like Magnificat, which is very famous worldwide, uh, but for the traditional mass, for the traditional breviary, and with traditional sources. Mm -hmm. um, so essentially, it, it is the daily companion, the monthly daily companion, but what you'll get in it is the, um, is the Latin mass with all of its propers, all of its prayers. You'll get meditations from classic authors, from church fathers, and from mystics, and from poets, um, you'll, uh, you'll get um, commentaries on feasts, on the fasting seasons, you know, all this sort of thing, ideas for catechesis at home, ideas for home devotions and celebrations, uh, but all of it keyed to the traditional Latin Mass. Um, and that, I think, is a crucial boon uh, because there are so many people, as you know, so many people coming to yes. the Latin Mass, uh, especially in 2020. I think we've, we've seen the biggest surge in new attendees in 2020 uh, of any time since about 2007, when Samoran Pontifican came out. Yes. No, I think it's uh, one of the things this global pandemic has has done uh, is, uh, has been a boon to <laughs> to tradition. When when the churches were shut, you know, yes. many people I know who, who maybe didn't even know about the traditional mass just found an open church and didn't care indeed, <laughs> what indeed. it was. But yes, uh, an open church and a reverent manner of distributing and receiving our Lord and Holy Communion. Yes. Um, and serious preaching, preaching that didn't seem to be muzzled by by the state or by the, you know, deep state, deep church. You know, that, that it's I think that people find actually a lot of people, as you say, they, they come for all kinds of good reasons and then they fall in love with the liturgy. Yes. Subsequently to that. Yes. Um, but but as you also said in your in your introductory remarks, you know, the, the traditional Latin liturgy is is a rich, complex, subtle 
grand piece of art. It's the great, it's been called the greatest work of art in the history of Christendom. Yes. And it is, it's, it's a kind of a totality of, of, uh, of, of prayer and chant. And it, it's in Latin and it's, it's full of rubrics and, and mysterious uh, symbols and gestures. It's not transparently obvious to us and it's not meant to be, and it shouldn't be because yes. you'll never understand divine worship even if it's all in English, we, we deceive ourselves into thinking that we understand it, but we can come to understand it more and more. It's a lifelong journey. And I, look, I've been studying this for decades and I'm still learning new things every day. It's so exciting. It's so rich, our tradition. Um, and so Benedictus, to get back to this publication, um, it's really meant as a tool for helping everyone in different ways. We can go into the different ways it can be helpful, but it's a tool for helping everybody to access these riches not so as to make them obvious, they're never obvious, but just to bring them closer and to, and to make them more nourishing to the spiritual life of the faithful. Really, really what, it, what I would describe it as is a, a resource that's very much in keeping with the original goals of the good part of the liturgical movement, right? Mm. Make people familiar with the treasures of their own inheritance um, so that it's not just a closed book, right? Oh, it's, it must be good because the church approves it, but I have no idea what, what, what it says. No, yes. that's not, I don't think that's the right relationship for us. So you mentioned um, each month includes the uh, prayers that change with each mass for the traditional mass, which, which are called the, the proper prayers. Yeah. Um, so are those, those provided in Latin and English? And if so, what, yeah. where does the English translations come from? Exactly. So, so here's, I think that, um, you know, I, I've been, I'm one of many people involved in this project just in a consult, consulting mm -hmm. capacity just to, to, to discuss ideas. Um, and, and one of the difficulties, you know, you, you put on the screen the sample issue for March. That's just a sample issue for one week in March. Um, oh, wow. for, and, and, and the whole, the actual monthly issue will be about 400 pages, um, but very thin paper, just like the Magnificat, if, if, mm -hmm. you're, if you've ever picked up a copy of that. So it's not going to be a giant book, but it's going to have a lot of content in it for each month. Wow. Um, and in order to get it to that point, so there were two important decisions made. One decision was to make it as, as totally user-friendly as possible. And this will be really great, not only for, for newbies, uh, but also for, let's say, parents who have a lot of children, you know, that they're trying to organize in the pew. And they maybe, you know, they, they don't, that, you've seen it, right? The big missile, it, it gets dropped, it gets ripped, you know, it, it's, it's hard to put the ribbons in. So this-, this You need about, yeah, five hands, four yeah, to yeah, hold exactly. children and one to hold the missile and then, and then you can't Precisely. turn the page, right? Yes. Um, but for, uh, but, but so the decision was made with Benedictus that mm. for every Sunday and, and, and high holy day, uh, the whole mass is printed out from start to finish with no uh. page turns. So from, from intro evo ad altari dei to, you know, Deo gratias after the last gospel, it's all printed out for each Sunday mm. and, 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 and holy day of obligation. Um, so no page turning required for those, for those days. And that's in Latin and in English with the English parallel columns, with the English coming from Paulo de Sanz's missile primarily oh, okay. from 1937. So nice traditional language, um, you know, La Sanz missile is one of the classics. But for the weekday masses, those are all there as well, but they're just in English, just the propers in English, right? Okay. Um, and that, I think that's a good compromise to make because if you, if you try to put absolutely everything in for every day, 
then at that point you're just at a daily missile, like a Baronius missile or a St. Andrew's mm -hmm. missile or a Lassant's missile. And if that's what you're looking for, just get one of those, right? Yes, yes. So the Sundays and holidays, it's it's all integrated, so no page turning. And that's then, English, then other lesser feast days or ferias, you, you have a little flipping back and forth. Um, well, yeah, I guess the, the thought there would be if you're attending daily mass, the main thing that you need to know is what the propers are. Yes. And, and of course, we know that the vast majority of people attending are going to be attending on Sundays and holy days. So yes. that's really where the, yes. the, the weight is put in terms of you know, printing everything. So in addition to the text, you mentioned the liturgical movement, and obviously Dom, Dom Granger, the great Benedictine, is uh, uh, the, the really emblem of the, what was good about the original liturgical movement. Um, so are there equivalents to Dom Granger's kind of commentary or explanation of the, the Sundays and feasts or um, that, that accompany them? Yes, exactly. So the, 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 in, in Benedictus, you'll have, let's say, the prayers of the Mass, and then there will be a meditation from uh, Dom Guéranger or from Cardinal Schuster or from, uh, let's say, I don't know, from, from, from Faber, you know, in, in England, Father mm -hmm. Faber, you know, one of these classic authors, uh, almost entirely pre-20th century, although some 20th century authors mm -hmm. prior to the Second Vatican Council, um, who are, who, who's going to talk about the gospel of the day or, or maybe talk about the collect of the day. Um, so there's, there's, there's definitely a kind of liturgical meditation woven into the, the whole issue, um, which I think is, is wonderful. Because as you know, um, you know, that when you look at these masses, they're very ancient. The, the combination of the prayers, the readings, uh, you know, it, it's a very ancient um, uh, work of art. And there's so much that we can derive, so much spiritual proof that we can derive from meditating on these texts. So the, the, classic, the classic commentaries in there are in service of that. Um, but also it has, uh, I, I don't, I think I did mention this in passing, but I, I also want to emphasize that it has morning and evening devotions as well that are extracted from the, bre the breviary, the Roman breviary of 1960. Um, so that might be something like, uh, like the, um, the gospel canticle, the Benedictus of the Magnificat together with its proper antiphon from the gospel of the day. Uh, so again, families, I think this is a very family friendly publication. Um, because, you know, most, uh, I've talked to a lot of families, and this happened in our family too, we, they want to know how can we extend prayer from the liturgy into the home, right? And for a lot of people, if you just sort of thwacked onto the table the whole Roman breviary and said, here, this is your prayer book, they would, they would freak out. They wouldn't know what to do. It's, and it's too much in most cases. But if you had some morning or evening devotion that you could do with the children, you know, that, and that, that's exactly the kind of thing that Benedictus is trying to encourage, but always tied in to the Mass in that way. And uh, obviously the, the Church has always known that we are, you know, creatures who, who are not just intellectual. We do have a body, we do have senses, and uh, that liturgy really needs to speak to all of that. Um, again, it's interesting. One of the comments that I've made about the, the new Mass is that it is incredibly abstract in many ways. Yes. It's, it's all focused on text. Exactly. Uh, but I noticed just from the, the, the little image we had, um, there seems to be an attention to not just text, but but to art as well. It was kind of a beautiful Indeed. picture on the front. So how, what, what role does visual yes. art play in the, in the text? Yes, and, and I mean, I have to say, uh, you know, I, I think generally speaking, over the years, Magnificat has set a great example in this regard because they mm -hmm. often feature very beautiful traditional sacred art and they comment on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so similarly, Benedictus, you know, we want to 
to share with Catholics um, some of these magnificent images, these paintings of saints or feasts um, that, and so that every cover will have, you know, a full color image like that, uh, as like the one, you know, in the sample issue that people can check out at the praybenedictus.com website. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's also, it also has little woodcuts, you know, of the sacred heart or of a chalice or of a host or all sorts of things throughout the book, the way that you see in the classic hand whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are little touches of beauty throughout. It's not just text. I think a lot of a lot of care has been put already into that sample issue and will increasingly be put in over time, you know, to, to make it something that is pleasing to look at, you know, in its font, in its graphics, um, and all that sort of thing, right? So perhaps can I ask you to reply to an objection? Uh, sure. And so what would you say to someone who listens to this and says, well, you know, it sounds like you're, you're, a, you're a PhD, you're a great musician, you're very educated, this this all sounds like the traditional mass is just for smart people. It's just for people that can appreciate all this. How, how would you respond, and how could Benedictus help uh, answer that that objection? Yeah, no, no, it's 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 funny because people sometimes think that way. Yeah. But but when they actually come to the Latin mass, and if they just let themselves be there for a time, you know, not just once, but several times, maybe a few months. What, what grows on them is this awareness of the tremendous sacredness and majesty of what's going on. And that's a language that's universal. That language speaks to everybody. It spoke to the Native Americans when the, when the first missionaries came. I mean, at least those yes. Native Americans who converted, as opposed to the ones who killed them. Yes. Uh, and, and, it, and, you know, and it spoke to the Japanese and the Chinese when the missionaries came, right? It, it's, a, it's a universal language of worship, of reverence of sacredness, of homage to God, and, and of penitence, of p- petition. So I think really there's just a whole atmosphere with the old liturgy that helps us to pray. It actually is much less intellectually demanding in a certain sense, because it helps us, mm-hmm. uh, as you were saying, with, with sensible signs, with, with uh, you know, we can catch on to it. Like, you know, like the woman who touches the garment of Jesus to be healed. There's a lot of garment to touch, you know, to hold on to with the old mass, you know. Um, and so I, I, that being said, it's also true that there's a lot more in it that we need to access or that we will benefit from accessing. And, and that's where I think, you know, there, there is, a, there is a, a steep climb. You know, if you, if you really want to, if you want to just go to a mass that's reverent and beautiful and quiet and where you can pray, you don't have to have Benedictus and you don't have mm-hmm. to have a daily missal. But if you want to know, if you want to know more, and you want to go further, then I think Benedictus would be an ideal way to mm-hmm. do that. Um, most people find large missiles intimidating, yes. um, <laughs> and and it's not that it's impossible to figure it out. I mean, you, do, you can figure it out, but but if if you could have, especially for as I said, for for newcomers or for families or for little children who are just getting used to to you know reading the proffers, if you had a tool that that made it as easy as possible, right? Just one page at a time, uh, then that would be a huge boon. And then you add the commentaries, which are always changing from month to month. You add the, the morning and evening devotions. You know, you add the poetry that's going to be in there, which I haven't even mentioned yet. And you've got something that no hand missile can actually accomplish, right? Because the hand missile is just 2000 pages of fixed texts, right? Mm. Um, so I think it's, in a way, Benedictus is, is like, it's like one of those Swiss army knives, <laughs> you know, 25 uses, right? I mean, it, it, it's for the newbies, it's for the children, it's for the, the, the families, it's for, you know, at home devotions. I mean, it's for all kinds of, of 
purposes. Um, in that sense, you know, trying to be, it's like St. Paul talking about being all things to all men. I mean, it's not going to be, you know, maybe it's not going to do the one thing that somebody wants it to do, but it will do a hundred other things that other people want to do. So yes. I think you know, it's kind of like, if it's useful to you, go ahead and get it and, and check it out. I do encourage people to, to, to make a subscription because for this to succeed, and I'm sure you understand this as a publisher yes. yourself, it, th there's a certain economy of scale that's necessary. It's expensive yes. to print uh, a magazine like that with so many pages and, and to pay the, the team that's going to make it beautiful and, and useful. And so if, if, if you want to bring the price down to a nice price point, you've got to have a lot of subscribers. So what Sophia is aiming for is 5,000 subscribers initially. Mm. They, they hope to get to you know 50,000 eventually, wherever it will go. But they need 5,000 to make it financially viable. Um, my understanding is that they're doing very well so far in getting subscriptions, but it's still not at that level. So I think, you know, I just want to say, try it for a year. And if it ends up being helpful, it's probably going to be very helpful to somebody in your family, in your immediate family, your extended family, your circle of friends. Um, I think priests should buy a box of them. They're bulk discounts, for, you know, for boxes of like 20 copies or something. You can get a, a, a good discount on that, um, you know, and put it out in the, in the foyer of the church. You know, we, one thing I'd say, one thing I would say is traditional Catholics are not always great at outreach. You know? <laughs> yes. I mean, we, we tend to, we sort of find our pearl of great price. You know, we sell a lot for it, sell everything for it, go and find our pearl of great price. And then we hunker down with it. We're just so happy to have it yes. that we maybe don't think about ways to be evangelizing and ways to be promoting this treasure. Um, and Benedict just seems to me like a, like a beautiful, painless way <laughs> of, of encouraging, you know, others Excellent. No, and, and, and when you refer to that quote from St. Paul, that was actually going through my mind as I flipped through this, this the sample issue, that it, 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 it really is something that, uh, maybe get back to my earlier question, it's not something that should intimidate, because it's not like uh, the liturgy is a, is a test, right, where you have to know everything and answer everything. It's so rich that, in fact, there you can't do that. As you said, I've been going to traditional Mass for decades, and I, I I've experienced masses that I've been to many years before and, and find something new. Mm -hmm. So what this offers is all of these things and you don't have to approach it like, I need to read all this and read cover to cover and understand this. You find what speaks to you at each particular day, or as you said, yes. morning prayers or mass. Right. And it's so rich that you can never, you can never exhaust it. Um, exactly. And, and I, I, yes. I do think just in terms of a piece of advice, I always say this to people, you know, you have to give up just give up entirely the idea that you're going to follow everything. Yes. That's not necessary. It's not even helpful. Just, just take each thing that comes to you that's helpful yes. to you and hold on to it and ponder that. Because, you know, the mass, I mean, you know, God willing, the mass is not going anywhere and we have a lifetime of worship. Yes. So, and you're going to get the same masses year after year after year. Thanks be to God. There isn't this like yes. two year cycle, three year cycle, you know, and whoever the cantor is and the priest is all going to be different. No, <laughs> it's always the same. Yes. So you get a chance again and again and again to go deeper and deeper. That's, that's one of its, that's one of the yes. traditional masses. Hugest advantages is its stability, right? It is stable. So it's, it's almost like the sun in the solar system and the planets can go around it, right? We, yes. It's stable. Well, I mean, unless you're a geocentric, but I'm not going to get into <laughs> We won't get into that, yes. But uh, no, it's it, it, in many ways, I found it eventually very liberating when you realize 
actually, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like I, it, this is not dependent on me keeping up or doing that. Yes. That it, 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 it has a life of its own. And mm-hmm. I, what I do and how I approach it, I can benefit from and can benefit me. But I, there's no sort of pressure on you. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, you can, if, if something particularly attracts you, particular uh, verse from one of the Psalms in a mass or a particular meditation in, in this uh, Benedictus, for example, on the gospel, mm-hmm. you can just give in and, and let that be efficacious for you. Because as you yes. said, it, it, the liturgy will move on and it'll be back next year and you can focus on something else. And so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's ironic, isn't it? That, that for modern people, there's such a, there's such a constant appetite, a, a hue and cry for, for freedom. Yes. But the old liturgy is much, has much more freedom to it for the laity. There's a lot of, it's a whole kind of like a, like a, an open space. Yes. In which we can just be, you know, children of God and just worship. It's great. But anyway. yes. Well, maybe as we wrap up, just a few practical practical points. So uh, you mentioned printing. So is it, do you receive this only in print form or is there an electronic version or how? Uh, yes, it? yes. Good questions. So the, the, just to reiterate, the issue online is a sample issue. The first yes. full issue will be August's issue. Okay. And that will ship out in July. So of course it will always come a month earlier so that you, you're not getting it late in the mail. And that's especially important now because as you know, yes. mail is not very reliable uh, yes. So the, the August issue will come in July. So if people subscribe now, they're really subscribing to get the issue in July for August. Okay. Um, but there will be, uh, they're developing an online version for people who want to use it on their tablet or their smartphone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I, I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I know that there are a lot of people who are really into mm-hmm. that. Um, and that's fine. You know, it's, it's good to meet people where they're at, um, yes. provided in different media, different formats. Um, but yeah, so the print edition and then the electronic edition, as I understand it, it's also currently only available in the United States. Uh, but I, okay. I mean, there, of course, Sophia is getting a lot of questions from people in England, in Canada, in Australia, yes. in Ireland, people who want to have this resource. And I know they want to make it available to them. They just, they need to figure out how to, how to do that effectively. So. Yes, it's tricky, particularly when you have to mail um, and, and getting it to people in time so that it's there is, is difficult. So uh, as uh, just mentioned, if you want to uh, subscribe, uh, here is the, the website where you can uh, find it. Um, and um, you can subscri- just hit subscribe now, or you can learn more to get more of that information. But here again is where you would sign up now if you want to get the first uh, official issue for uh, July to be used in August, you would you would sign up uh, here and then you'll be you won't have to worry about it and just sit back and it will be here and you can begin benefiting from the resource in uh, in uh, August with the first Sunday uh, of August. So again, this is uh, a project of uh, many people. I said so something like this could not be put together with, uh, with, without many, many uh, people, but it's being uh, sponsored by Sophia uh, Press, who's done a lot of really good publishing work. We've been trying to highlight the past, past year uh, and uh, really excellent experts on uh, the liturgy, uh, such as Dr. Kwasniewski, who uh, we appreciate you spending the time today to, uh, to share your experience. Uh, any, any final thoughts before we go? No, no, I just, I just, I just think that, you know, Sumorum Pontificum, uh, you know, whatever its limitations may be, it's the gift that keeps on giving, you know, <laughs> yes. and uh, this is the latest fruit hanging on that, that tree, so. Yes. Well, thank you. And uh, again, if you've enjoyed uh, this this program, please like it, share it. Uh, you never know who whose inbox uh, a link to this may end up in, and and they may 
benefit from finding out about Benedictus. So please forward it, uh, like the video so that it, it's brought to other people's attention. And then if you do enjoy our free online content, I encourage you to subscribe to our monthly uh, newspaper, uh, Catholic Family News, which uh, often explores many of these these topics we'll have in our weekly reports and our special reports in much, much greater uh, detail. So again, if you've enjoyed this, please consider a monthly subscription. Um, so again, thank you. And uh, hopefully we can have you back another time on uh, to discuss another topic. Wonderful. Thank you, Brian. God bless. You too.